The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Campin' Out, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys Training Camp on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. And now your host, Shannon Gross. Live! Let's go! Camping out, Shannon Gross, Nate Newton, live here from Oxnard, California, training camp. It's Saturday, which most people have the day off, but there are no off days at training camp. Even when we're supposed to have a day off, we don't. And we always bring the fire, but today we're really bringing the fire, and I am super excited because... I admire this man's work, but I have never gotten to be on the air with him at the same time. And not only am I on the air with him, he is on our show. Welcome to the show, Nui Scruggs. What's up, Nui? Nui, what's New up? Dog. Man, wow. New dog. Wow. It wow. is fun to be on here. I just want to know how many sponsors you're going to rip off today and what can I get free with all the sponsors you have. <laughs> you know, my hands are kind of chapped right now. Yeah. I got to go back to the hotel. My, my soap is running low. So I know, you know, I mean, I know you got some stuff in your bag. You know, Whip out the bag, man. Man, what's in the bag? My bag is empty at camp. We tried to get this show sponsored. We, But I tell you, I tell you what, you know what? Went to eat last night. Where is that? And Nate. Where is that? I went to Walmart to to pick up some supplies for training camp late last night, and I was gonna go get I was gonna go get a get a burger, and there was a wing stop in the parking lot, and I was like, man, I pulled out my app, I put my order in, picked it up, and I ate about. 11 o'clock, which was a bad move. Right, right. Because I got spicy. But, man, it was good. Speaking of sponsors, thanks for letting me plug a sponsor of, of our, our show, Hanging with the Boys Back Home. You need to come so, on over, Newey. Yeah, Newey. you can join the party, man. The door's open, man. Yeah. You know, you know what, man? I can do two shows. I can do Hanging with Let's the Boys. Go. I can do Players Line. I can, Let's I can go. Double up, I can double up, no problem. All Let's day long, go. man. Hold on, hold on. We can't, we can't have you getting our fame, man. Getting our glory, bro. Taking it back to another way. We ain't having that. Hey, there's enough, there's enough Hershey for everybody. You come enough, full. There's enough Hershey chocolate for everybody. You come full to the boys, and we ain't dealing with you now. You got to come on full to the boys. I can't, I can't do that, Nate. I'm just telling you, Nate. I can just lend services. You know, you just call me every now and then to come in and pinch hit. Man, I can be over there for you. So, so are you still, are you still doing the show while you're out here? Yes, we are still doing the players' lounge right out here. Yeah, you, you and Danny and Isaiah. No, no, no. Barry Church. No, whoa, that's the other whoa, whoa, that's true. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Isaiah hey, on the break. Hey, hey. Isaiah's wow. coming out. Hey, hey, you got the wrong Essilor glasses on. Those are my guys, too. I can't believe it. Uh, sure they are. Yeah. Sure they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. My bad. So you do it? You're hosting it while you're out here? Yes. Yes, and I what's am. Your re- what's your main gig? Because I know that ain't paying the bills. No, NBC5 is the main gig. That's man. still the main That's gig. still the huh? main gig. Been the year 21 of my four-year plan to come back here to Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah. You're 21? You're 21. I told my, that's when I got married. I told my wife, I said, yeah, I said, I'm not staying here. Mm-hmm. I'm not staying here. Contract, I'm, go, I'm, I'm going, going back to L.A. Okay. And Because uh, she's from California, and yeah. it hasn't happened. So, no? You know, yeah. So if anybody from L.A. is listening, we know a guy. No, I, I, I've told her we can't afford to live out here. Dude, I tell you we what. we got three daughters. I can't afford You can it. afford to, but it's not in the style that you No, actually, I told to. her. It's funny, guys. I, I told her the other day. I said, if you want to live here, you're going to need to sell your car because I looked at the premium gas. It's 509 I saw Whoa, that. for real. 509 I said, you need to sell your car. We're going to get one of these Hyundais, Hondas, or, or something. Yeah. Because, I mean, literally, I remember when I lived out here, when I worked out here, I had a Jeep, but I was single. 
Not, not the kind of car I would. I wouldn't get a big gas guzzling SUV right. to live out here now. I mean, the gas is crazy, but it's 509 for premium. I'm going to find something with a regular tank that I can get something that's under five bucks out here. Yeah. My buddy lives out. He's been out here for about 12 years. He's in San Diego. And he told me there over the last few years there's been like this mass exodus of people leaving California going to uh, Idaho of all places. Right. In Texas, Austin yeah. is a big place for for people to leave. And then I just got a neighbor two down doors uh, down two doors from me from San Jose. Ended up bought a place. Um, they bought the place, and <sighs> want to say they probably had almost a half million dollars left over from selling their house. So they bought a home, then had like a half million bucks left over from buying wow. the house. But really? I, I say this, man, you got you're, more house, and, and more you're space, out, more but you're time. out here now. For the people who you, you get why people do live here, you know, they, oh, yeah. you know, the weather and everything else, so you get why people do live here because it is it's fantastic for us to come out here. Man. It's I magical. A, I have a request for everyone that's leaving this place and coming to to Texas. Quit changing our laws because now our gas is going up, our property values are going up. If y'all want to come to Texas, come on, but just let us be Texans and enjoy the low property values, enjoy the, the no-income tax. Like, leave everything alone because it's going to be California before you know it. You're going to have to move again. So just move back let us out be. Here. Let us be. I like it. But I like the weather out here, man. I love the people. New York. I, I love the weather. Like, I could live out here. This was, San Diego is one of my top five places I'd leave Dallas for. I, I don't know if I could do L.A. But I, I tell people who, who have never been to San Diego, I said, if you've been to Austin, imagine what Austin would be if it was on water. That's yeah. San Diego. Yep, yep. A lot of hipsters, a lot of, yeah. a lot of just laid No St. Ed's College, people. though, baby. No St. Ed's College like you had in Austin back in the day, Nate. Wow, man. <laughs> Wow. Don't act like you don't remember no St. Comment. Ed. Don't act no, like no, you don't no, remember. He knows no, he remembers no, St. Ed. I couldn't Ed's. get a word in edgewise. Did he go throw the St. Ed's on me like that right there? That's, that's my way of bringing you in. That's my way of bringing you into the conversation. Don't bring me into that one, please. Yeah. No, no. I want to bring, bring back, in, I want to bring back in St. Ed. Yeah, nah. What was your favorite place, Nate, to do, to do training camp? You went to a few different places, right? Oh, man, definitely Austin. You liked Austin? Definitely Austin. I mean. Even the heat? Even with the heat? Up north in um I set up Thousand Oaks. That that was nice weather-wise. It's about five or six degrees hotter there than it is here. But Austin just when we did get off, and we did get off, and when we got off. Wait a minute. Oh that, yeah, that has multiple did. meanings. Huh? Oh yes, yes sir. sir. Yes sir, it did. Yes, I was sir. there, but I was there. there. It was my first. Them, it, yeah. was, it was my second TV job. Yeah. I covered Jimmy's last team right. and Barry's first team. Right. And all I will say is this, Shannon. As a 22-year-old reporter, it was very fun to go down on 6th Street and say that you covered the Cowboys. Because when, cause we were definitely great consolation prizes. <laughs> you can't get next to me. i you what, yes, man. I, yes, I know Nate Newts. Oh, I'm talking to Emmett the other day. Yes, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. of course I know the playmaker. Oh, yeah. i say you what, man. Life ain't can't get it. So no lie, so no lie. So this this club we're at, it was um <laughs> not 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 the Yellow Rose Club. It wasn't right. that one of the men's club, but it was right. a different club, the red club. This one dude who was about maybe five foot six, who had a Jerry curl, was telling everybody that DJ kept saying, Hey, we got Michael Irvin's cousin T in the house. Yeah. And so this dude is getting free drinks, all these people are trying to hang with because he said he was Michael. We had no proof. 
No proof. He just said he was Michael Irvin's cousin. And, he, and I said, I mean, that, that was how powerful the world championship brand was, man. You just said you was near a cowboy, knew a cowboy, and people were just gravitating. Like I said, man, we're a great constellation prize. Man. I wish you could have been there. I, I wish I could have been I there. hope one day fans can get the whole experience of what it is like to be around a Super Bowl championship Dallas Cowboys. It's, it's nothing like it, man. And I've covered the Lakers, too. I covered the Lakers in one championship, and that was good. But it wasn't like the Cowboys. Really? Nope. Well, Nui, what's it going to take to get this team back to the promised land? Like, what do they need to do? Because I don't feel like they're too far away. Like, you get, a def- you get the defense to okay. middle of the pack, right? 17, 18. Do you think you've got – you think they're a year away, two years away? Or do you think they're even close? I watched Belichick and Saban. It's on HBO. If you haven't seen it, please watch it. Mm-hmm. Belichick says something that was so great. He says, you cannot overcome bad coaching. And when I think about the teams he played on, mm-hmm. that's superior coaching. And what people don't understand is just down the line of how – Tony Wise, when you talk about putting assistant coaches in the Hall of Fame now, you know, Tony Wise is a guy – I mean, this this, he's that kind of quality coach. I mean, this is one of the guys that was here. I mean, the, the coaching depth that Jimmy had was sick. And you go back and you look at a guy like Bill Walsh and how many great coaches he had, or even Paul Brown and his tree of coaches. Coaching matters. You, yes, you need great players, but if you don't have great coaching and how you put these players in the right spot, man, it's a problem. I don't know if that coaching is here yet. I've got to see. I don't know. Really? Mm-hmm. Hadn't seen enough. No, I have not. And that's, look, if I, you want me to base off what Mike McCarthy did last year, no. He's the one that brought in Mike Nolan. Mm-hmm. You're going to bring in your friend, your friend can't coach? At least wow. bring in a friend who can coach. Wow. I mean, if you want to be the buddy system, you wanted to get him a job, fine, make him a linebacker coach. But don't sit around here and make him your D coordinator in a pandemic, and then everybody didn't buy into what he was doing. I mean, look look at the, what, what people are saying on this football field now that he's gone. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, we bought in. Leighton Vanderex, just the other day, talked about how man, this defense fits me. D- DQ was sitting there about, yeah, I looked at tape of guys, what they did before, and he's like, okay, let me figure out where can I put people like Leighton Vanderex in the best possible position. Mm-hmm. That's your job as a head coach, is to get by in and put people in their best positions. So when you say, well, how did the Cowboys get back there? You need great coaching. They can tell you, they had good coaching when he was here. Mm-hmm. They had talented players, but they had coaches who put them in the right spot. Remember your boy Dave Shula? Yeah, yeah, don't, don't mention that name. But, but what happened when you got Norb in here? That's right. Yeah, don't, don't mention Dave Shula. That, that is the only coach I would talk bad about in the world. Everybody else, I could give a pass, but not Coach Shula. No? He didn't have he, – he, he thought he was bigger than the game. But anyway, Newark, continue on, man. You was talking about some great stuff. No, what? I just but, – but that was – so Shula comes in here. He doesn't run in it. And – Jimmy Johnson ends up firing Dave Shula. And then, of course, at the time, they had a 1-15 football team, and Don Shula's, you know, you know, who he was at the time. And so there was a whole lot of more heat that came on Jimmy Johnson. How can you fire Dave Shula and his son? Oh, you know, was on it. Right. And so he brings in it North Turner. And North Turner does what? Hmm, let me see. Let's give 22 the ball. North the- Turner came in and told us. He said, I don't know what y'all was doing before. He said, I'm not a, a half-full type of guy and all of this right here, but I see my players. And I see what you can do. And I promise you I'm going to put every one of y'all in the best position to succeed. Starting with the offense line, y'all are not a finesse offense line. Y'all are big. Y'all want to maul people. I see what Emmett likes to do. I see how Michael likes to get these tight pat. He just ran it down to us. Shula never gave us a game plan. It was always between him and Steve Walsh who could be the smartest. 
that was, you know, he never gave Troy his just due. This is the number one player picked in the draft. You're supposed to be bending over backwards to make sure your offense fit this kid, and you never did. And I looked at Coach Shula like, wow, you don't, you don't even do this for your for, – man, go ahead on, New. I'm sorry. No, but that's <laughs> but, but, but shit, That's what it comes back to simply is, is, is your job as a coach – and I remember sitting with Doug Collins, yes. a former NBA coach. He says, your job is to cover up the warts of your players. What do my guys do if they don't do this well to make sure that, that they're not put in that position? And North Turner came in here, put Troy in the right position. They ran the football. Here's Emmett. And I contend all day long, and I tell people, while Troy Aikman does not have the statistical numbers and 23 touchdowns the most he ever threw, but if you put him in that system that John Elway ran, Troy could have done that too. But North Turner was smart enough to say, this is what we need to do to win. It was kind of like what Phil Jackson, I saw what Phil Jackson did when he coached the Lakers. Hey, Kobe, Kobe and Eddie Jones had all his talent, but they needed to run everything through Shaquille. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys ran everything through Emmitt Smith. And then, of course, the Cowboys, and people don't talk about this enough, Shannon, five Super Bowl championships, you look at all five of them, they had defense. They had defense. This thing was defense. built on defense. Cowboys got to get back to playing some defense if you want to talk about trying to host the Lombardi Trophy. Why, do, why, does that, why is that such a difficult concept? Because that's, you know, coaches and in, in, even in real life, you know, managing people, you play to people's strengths, you play away from their, their weaknesses, you, 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 you look at what do people do good and let's, let's load them up with that and let's, let's not ask them to do things that they can't do. It's the same concept for coaching, and that's what we were told last year is we're going to look at our talent we're not going to try to fit them into a system. We're going to we're going to fit the system around them and see. And that's players not, over scheme. That's not what we saw once the season started. We saw things that were too complex for some guys. We saw to pick scheme up. over players, right? Players over scheme. So it it sounds really good in theory, but when it comes to I guess sports and football, is it is it egos? What is it that that keeps people? Because everybody has the same concept. This is how you're successful. Play to the strengths. Play away from the weaknesses. But then. When it comes to implementing a game plan, you don't see that a lot. What 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 I what I found out real quick is you got too many quote unquote great offensive coordinators. You don't have great head coaches anymore. We don't have enough great. It's always the next up and coming guy. So he's got all his terminologies, his different schemes. Okay, I can make your quarterback great. I, well, what if you don't have a great quarterback? Can you make my running back great? Can you make my offensive line? Guys, when I do coaching clinics, which I stopped doing basically, because I would get so many frowns when I would go in and say, the smartest coach I ever ran into was Norv Turner. The smartest coach I ever ran into was Juan Stat. And what they had in common was they looked at their players, they watched the film, they broke down each player, and they fitted their schemes to fit. And then, uh, most coaches look at you like, well, I don't do that. I run a scheme. And if you run a scheme, you're not going to be successful. You can't run a scheme. You have to address your players and what you have. And for last year, it was so simple, and this is what makes you mad. Don't let the media You started be to say a, something else, didn't you? Yeah, don't let the media, <laughs> don't let the media be a step ahead of you. We were four weeks in as a media group saying, go back to the 4-3, go back to the 4-3. They refused to do it. They want to stay in this hybrid defense and getting gashed every week for over 160 yards. It was not a hard fix. And this is the – man, I, what did Coach McCarthy do? I know he was looking at Mr. Jones like, 
Well, uh, uh, give us a chance. Eight weeks, you still getting gashed for over 200 yards a game? Nine weeks, you still getting gashed for 170 yards a game? Come on, man. That, that was too long of an adjustment. Period. Go back to another one. You talked about the media being ahead. Remember? Yeah. You heard folks saying, hey, why don't you put Zach Martin out of tackle? You got oh, a tackle issue I was right fighting now. that one, too. And, you know, we were told it's not fancy football here. Well, I know this. Zach was an All-American tackle who was the MVP of a bowl game at Notre Dame. With all due respect to Steele and Knight, Zach's going to be better than them out there. And – I just, you know, call me stupid, but I just remembered some guy named Larry Allen who went out there to play tackle and was really good and ended up going to some Pro Bowls and gave him a bust in the Hall of Fame, which said, if your guy is a supremely talented dude and Zach is a supremely talented dude, you can put him out here and he's going to be better than these undrafted free agents you're throwing out here. Because I also felt it was unfair to the quarterbacks to, to, to not at least put Zach out there. When he went out there, what happened? Won a game. You know what? You know, it's... You know, you could, we throw a lot of darts here. But for the first time in a lot of years, a lot of those darts last year was deserved. Mm. You know, uh, and, 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 and I talked to Coach George Edwards, and I asked about a few players. He said, well, Nate, we're not even going to think about last year. We're going we gonna to move on. But, I'll, but, but before you move on, please look at the film so you don't make the same mistakes twice. Sure. So that's what you got to do. You know, me and, him, me and Nubis on the sideline, he was like, did people not look at the film of certain guys? I don't know who he was talking about, where some guys say, that, oh, we was talking about Tristan Hill. Did you, look, did you read the full read scouting, the scouting report? report? One coaching staff who, who he played well for loved him, and the coaching staff that put him on the bench say, ah, you're going to be dealing with an issue here. You're going to be dealing with, you know, a guy that can pout on you. You know, read the whole and make a, a, a right decision. Don't, don't go spend the night in a hotel with a dude and think that that, that is – nah. He, nah. Took, he, he went out to eat, and Rod Marinelli said, I got him to sign a contract, so we're all good. I mean, at the end of the day, Shannon, that's why I told Nate, there's a scouting report, and the scouting report has the pluses and the minuses on there. And as much as you're in love with the pluses, you have to read the minuses too because that's the p- complete player. Yeah. That, that's what it is. Yes. And, and every player has it. From we'll read the, the scouting report of Troy Aikman at the start. I mean, there's going to be pluses and minuses there, and you just can't ignore them. And Tristan Hill was a player which they did ignore. Rod Marinelli specifically ignored the minuses, thinking that well, you know, I can coach him and I can do this. And that's what coaches can get to sometimes, man. They they almost like they they can change a guy. It's kind of like how girls date your friends, Shannon. Like, oh, he, I changed so and so, and you're like, you can't change him. He is who he is. Right. And maybe Tristan Hill decides to live up to the talent that he has. But so far, at least that initial rookie year, the concerns they had were right there. And that was just, especially when Juan Thornhill could have been the guy. And he goes on and starts for a Super Bowl team in Kansas City, and the Cowboys are still sitting around here looking for a safety that they can plug in there full time that Juan Thornhill could have been. All right, we're going to take our first break. And you know what? The second segment, we're going to quit living in the past. Oh, That's what I'm hoping we're, we're doing. Going, oh. We have a news guy on with us. So, you know what? News guys are about storylines. I want to know what storylines he sees developing dun, dun, dun. during this camp. And if there's one thing that I took away from that entire first segment that we were all over the road with <laughs> is it doesn't matter if you're a, a male, a female, a coach, an assistant coach, a scout. You can't, you can't know a guy by spending one night in a hotel room. <laughs> That's exactly what Nate Newton said. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, 
Yeah, it's sports to a person in one night in a hotel room. One night, room. One night stands room to get you beat gonna to death you every time. Get to know someone. I promise you, one <laughs> night stand ain't no good. We'll give you some more Nate Newton wisdom. We had a lot of them on Sixth Street. On the second <laughs> segment, courtesy <laughs> courtesy of covering the Cowboys. Camping out. We'll be right back. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm. Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back to Camping Out. Welcome back to the show. Camping Out, Shannon Gross, Nate Newton, joined by a very special guest, Nui Scruggs, our, our resident, what do, we, what do we call him, news guy? News anchor? News reporter? Just... What do you like to be addressed as, Nui? Hey, man, just just uh, just address you. It doesn't matter. No, 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 you're just not just you're not just another just here, guy. Tell him you're who not you are. Guy. I'm a jag. I parcel up just a no, guy. You're not just no, guy. we got the, who you we are. got that guy on our show, Jesse yeah. Holly. We oh, got him. We got him. Oh, we got the jag claims. Yeah, you know you got to so, pay for that. That's fine. He don't listen to our show anyway. Let me yeah. tell you real quick, Nui. I don't know what live read I'm supposed to be reading here, so I'm just going to tell you folks: come out to training camp. Just come on out and have fun. We're open tomorrow. We're closed Monday. We're open Tuesday. We travel Wednesday. We have a game Thursday. We're off Friday, and then we're back at it Saturday. The Rams! So come on out and see me and Nate. We're well, on they the got stage. the new hat collection out there, okay? So the new Dallas Cowboy hat collection. Uh-huh. So they're out there right now. So go over to shop.dallascowboys.com and get that new hat that Listen they've got out there. Okay, so, yes. You're a big bucket hat guy, right? I am a bucket hat fan, Do yes. they have any uh, cool training camp bucket hats They always, here? They always do. Mm-hmm. They yeah. always do, especially the white ones with the kind of new, the new blue and white logo uh-huh. out there. So those, those are always I like I like taking those to the pool, hang out with the, with the fam. And so, since I work for the news station, I don't wear my cowboys. I don't wear my cowboy stuff out here. Yeah. But but I back home. That's what I that's what I got all the time, man. What's your What's your Before we get back into cowboys football, what is your favorite part of your job? What do you enjoy the most? It's the games. 
I was talking to my wife last night. The live games? Yeah, the, yeah. the, the games. And I still, I still enjoy this. When I was telling my wife last night, I said, think of this. Here I am, kid in Fort Hood, Texas, 1977, who becomes this huge Cowboys fan. My whole wardrobe was about the Cowboys. I had the Cowboy lunchbox. I had the Cowboy raincoat. I mean, all I cared about was the Dallas Cowboys. And here I am today doing this job, covering the team. I'm sitting here at, no- sitting here at Nobu talking to Jerry Jones one-on-one. You know, Michael Irvin comes over, and I'm talking to Michael. So I, have lived, I have lived this dream. So that's what I love. I love the games. And when I worked out here in Los Angeles, I mean, I loved I mean, going to Laker games, man. That was fun. Shaquille, O'Ne- Shaquille O'Neal's agent was always cool to me. Because one time he said, like, hey, Nui, come here. Meet Pam. Hi, how you doing? She's like, hi, I'm Pam. It's Pamela Anderson. Oh, okay. I mean, I have lived an incredible <laughs> life, man. Shaq, man, Shaq was, was, was always good to me as a fraternity. But, hey, Nui, come on over, man. In the house in your time. Just chill out. I'm in Shaq's house, man. That's a pretty good I'm, impression, by the way. I'm 26 years old you hanging out of Shaquille choice. O'Neal's house. So, I love the games. Mm-hmm. That's the best part of this. It's just the games. I mean, Thanksgiving. You think about how lucky we are on Thanksgiving, man. To go out to, we got to, we get to go to AT and T Stadium. Jerry feeds us some dang good food. Really we good. watch football. We're doing what most of Americans are doing. They're sitting here watching a three o'clock game. We get to go to it. Right. That never gets old. And so to come back out here to Oxnard, California, man, after a year being away, I'm as grateful and as thankful as you can be. I love what I do. It's what I've dreamed of doing since I was in the fifth grade, 11 years old, in E. Larry McDuffie's class in Savannah, Georgia, man. And now he thought, and this, and this is why he hasn't left. He just gave you all the reason why he really hasn't left Dallas. Okay. <laughs> He's just giving you the reason. All that other stuff, this, that's the reason. Well, if Nate, Dallas come out here, he'll pay that $5. Nate, pay that. You, you get to do a lot of stuff. You're yeah. on your own TV shows. Yes. You're on radio. You're on podcasts. You cover live events. You get to talk to the coaches, former the fans, players. Fans, everything. What's your now, – now that, you know, it, current days, like in what, yeah. everything that you get to touch and do now, what's your favorite part of what, – what's your favorite thing to do? It is – I embrace – and, Shannon, I, you asked my wife. I embrace from, the, from many camps, when we started many camps, all the way through the football season. All the way to Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I embrace all of that. It all comes as one. It's a package. And, you know, I cannot do enough. I mean, and, and I call it role playing because whatever the Cowboys need me to do, whether it's come do a podcast with you guys, do a TV show with, these, with, with Chris and with Bro Will, or either go out there and cheer up the fans, I do it with an equal amount of flavor. I, I, it's, it's all one for me, man. That six or seven months, and when I get through – that six, seven months. You through? I am through. My, my, <laughs> my, my pages, these Your Twitter pages, I, the Twitter page, the Facebook. Shut it all down. All that just gone. Shut I it enjoy down. It, man. I'm like you, man. I enjoy it. I've been a kid, man. Because you grew up a Cowboy fan, oh, too, right? 11 and 12 years old from Orlando, Florida, man. I knew when I hit the Cowboys Central, I wasn't coming back. I knew it. I wasn't coming back. I love you in Orlando, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll drive. I'll drive one day to go eat lunch and drive right back, back the next day. Right. But, but right. you're here, right? That's right. So, so Shannon, yep. think about because we're going to go up to the Hall of Fame here. Mm-hmm. Just think about the last time we were there oh. at Jerry's party. I can't and remember what that was. I don't remember it. Okay, <laughs> that's a part of our life. I know. Yes, and we get paid to do that. That's a part of our life, man. I know. And and that those are the things that that. Uh, 
you know, you hold on to it. When you talk about not, you know, not leaving, I had to cover the Browns. I covered the Browns their last two years right. there before they moved under Bill Belichick. It was so hard because the fans there were into it in, they, in a way that I just wasn't. Because the, you know, the Cowboys, that was my team. I knew everything. Mm-hmm. So and I'm a diehard football fan, so I knew about them. But, man, all their memories were painful. Yes, sir. Mm. And mm. it was just always the shoe drop, and it was just, it was just always – and it was just kind of hard to cover that yeah. and have that same passion feeling. I covered it, but it wasn't the same. It just wasn't the same. And when I worked here in L.A., it was fine because there was no football team here. Mm-hmm. And, and people were Raider fans and Raiders fans. But there were a huge – and you know, there's a huge bunch of Cowboy fans here. Yeah. So you could talk Cowboys and still be a Cowboy fan covering, covering the NFL in L.A. because there yeah. was no team. Nui, what's your – what storylines do you see developing out here? I know before practice started, the big question was, what are you going to do at linebacker? The linebacker sure. room is really crowded. You know, I think some storylines that are kind of developing now is like you got some good-looking young DBs. You got some, you know, who's going to be your your fifth and and maybe sixth wide receiver? No, hey. those those don't work for me, Shannon. No, and, and I tell you why. I go back to something Warren Sapp, the Hall of Famer, said uh, many years ago, and I just believe it to be true. The back don't work without the front. The Cowboys thirty-first against the run last year, man. Football is one up front. Tell me how the Cowboys. Start to change this around so you don't see a third stringer from Cleveland running the, the guts on this team. Or, I mean, basically last year, I don't know if you play fantasy football or not, but I looked at, okay, who are the Cowboys playing this week? Who's the running back? That's May, maybe a dude you go pick up here because guys are setting up you know, career yeah. highs and, and season highs against the Cowboys. So how do they fit up front? We can talk about the DBs all day long. You can put three Deion Sanders back here in nickel coverage, but if you're not getting to the quarterback, at some point in time, the way this league works, you're going to get beat. So if they can put some pressure and stop the run, then a lot of things that you want out of this football team can come true. So that's why I'm sitting here looking at Neville Gallimore, looking at, at, at Basham, looking at Watkins, looking at uh, the big kid Bohannon from Kentucky, that, uh, also Diggie from UCL. These guys need to come up here and show improvement. Brent Urban. If the Cowboys can get this done and you start looking at the schedule right at the gate, you got Tampa Bay. They can run the football. We can talk about the receivers all day long, but you got to stop this run. And if you're not stopping this run and stopping this run in this division, it could be another long year. And, you know, and that's what I – Tom Brady is so smart. Is he still got a lot of Belichick ways about him. Is Tom was like, hold on, man. Didn't these guys give up almost 200 yards a game? We're going to check them early, and we're going to check them off. And if they don't stop this, we're going to continue to do it. They ain't going to turn the faucet off. They're going to just turn it up higher and higher, and they're going to hit you in more ways than one. And that's what I'm telling people. I was impressed with Coach. When they came out, the first day, we getting ready for one-on-one pass rush, and it was one-on-one and team run defend. These guys learn how to get their fits, learn how to fit in their gaps, you know, and, and I was proud of that because that is the issue. Go ahead on, Newell. I just put that No, I, I go back to another thing that McCarthy talked about, and I really liked it because, you know, coaches can talk about things, but we need to see the action. And, and you've heard the press conference where he said, we need to get bigger up front. We need to get bigger and longer. And so no more of these Rod Marinelli, little shrimpy guys who are quick and all that. I mean, get some beef up front here. And, and that's what they've done. And so I'm looking forward to – that's my storyline is if this football team is going to go somewhere defensively, they've got to stop the run. And if they can stop the run, they'll help their DBs back there. Mm-hmm. Anthony, you want to make Anthony Brown a better player? You want to make Trey Diggs a better player? Put some heat up front on the quarterbacks and stop the run, and you're going to help them out. I go back to, once again, Nate's teams. We could talk all day long about the triplets because they were fantastic. 
But, dude, that D-line was good. Mm -hmm. And they rolled a whole lot of people out there, man. I mean, people forget about Tony. Tony, Tony How about Tony Tolbert? You know, you had guys like that, yeah. Russell. But Tony Tolbert, you had so many guys who were backup players who rolled up in here, and you're like, oh, man, that's a good play. Jimmy Jones. I mean, people forget, man, in, in the Super Bowl, Jimmy Jones helped turn that thing around. Yeah. Uh, with, that, with that play on uh, Jim Kelly when they ended up getting the touchdown in, in the end zone. I mean, so the, the D-line matters here. And you talk about who's Mr. Cowboy? Mr. Cowboy's defensive tackle, Bob Lilly. No, Randy White, defensive tackle. The Cowboys have always had great players up front, and when they play good defense up front, then you can really start talking about Super Bowl-type teams. You've got to be good defensively. That's what the Cowboys have been since 1960 when they won. Have you seen anything encouraging on the defensive side of the ball out here, or is it too early? Do you need to see some of these guys get in some, some game action? Shoot, Nate, we were looking today. We saw, we saw guys getting up there, and I had a great conversation with Randy Gregor. I said, you know, defensive line had a lot of sacks today. Looked look good today. He said, that's every day. <laughs> That's every day, and he talked about hey, not we, for him, we, we saying, not for him, but he, the day he got fortunate, and, and he's but seventy seven in practice. He said, <laughs> "What's funny?" He talked about him. He said, "You know, they asked him, <laughs> yeah. How, how's it practice against Tyron Smith?" He's like, "It's a bitch." Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't admit yeah. that. But Randy spoke openly about last year being a debacle. So we were last last year against run defense. So no, you're thirty first, but. Even he can sit up here and say, "Hey, look, we have to be better than last year." And I absolutely love love anyone that can and how you get better in life. I wasn't where I needed to be last year. What do I need to do to get myself where I need to be? And I love the fact that Randy Gregory is a guy who's a leader on the leadership team is saying, we got to be better here because it's simple football, Shannon. This thing is still one up front. Still one up front. How the Kansas City Chiefs lose the Super Bowl? They weren't good up front on the offensive side. And what did Andy Reid do? We, we need to get some linemen. They rebuilt their offensive line because Andy, of all people, former offensive lineman, was Jim, uh, Jim McMahon's left tackle at BYU. He's got to win that thing up front. I'm going to tell you something, man. And uh, y'all notice I've sort of just been smiling and everything. I've been preaching and teaching this for as long as we've been doing hanging with I've been saying the same, not as eloquent as you, but but, but I, we just I just and it's just so good to hear some you know when you and Bucky come up it just reinforce what you've been saying for three or four years you it know it just makes you you look like a you look like a proud papa just sitting here going man I yeah told you. man I told yeah. you hey hold, let, before I, before I forget okay uh, next time uh, Shannon called his baby this morning had a little view of his baby baby Shannon right okay mm -hmm. and he was he was he was grumpy. You got to give the baby some candy before he meets C. Daddy, all right, at <laughs> 6 in the morning. All right, give the baby some candy. Okay, I'm through. He's mad because I'm not going to be there for his first birthday next week. And how old he's upset. He'll be one. Ooh, He'll be I'm one. The, I'm missing the, the one-year birthday. So, But yeah. it'll be cool when he gets older because he can have two birthdays. He can have – he can come out here and have one at training camp, and then he can have one whenever I get back and with all of his, his buddies and everything. Yeah. So. Small suggestion. Okay. My, daughter's, my second daughter's birthday is July 25th. Okay. So we have two birthdays. We have one before camp, yep. and then she has her birthday. So I had it before. It was the Sunday before I came out here on Tuesday. Right, right. And so that's how I make it work. And Should then, I do it before camp or after camp? I do it before camp. Before camp? Do it. And, then, and, then, it, yeah. and you know what it does? It also helps alleviate a part of the guilt. You're going to have guilt. Right. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. your child, you're not there. But so, yeah, do it before. So, you know, and then, and then it's, almost like, it's almost like they get two birthdays because you're not around. Yeah. He's already forgotten who I am. I've been gone a week and a half, and he's like, he gets the phone. He recognized like, wow. me. He did. He, he recognized, recognized Nate. Like, didn't even recognize me. Who was that big old black? <laughs>
black fag looking at me, mommy. She, she gave him the phone, and he looks at it, and he smiles, and then all of a sudden it goes right in his mouth. And I'm like, he wasn't smiling at me. He was smiling because he gets to chew on the phone. There so, you go. So good. So what else knew he is? Uh, up front, that's your big storyline. Any any any. 1A or 1B storyline you're looking okay, for. Okay, so when we get to we start these preseason games, the, the McQuaid kid, the long snapper. So if you're going to roll out LP Latasur and, and Bones wants to bring in his guy, he better not miss no snaps. He looks like – you watch Game of Thrones? No. Sorry. No, you don't. do. You know who yeah. he looks like, Nate? Who he looks like. You remember Tormund? No, 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 no. Exactly yeah. like him, Nate. Wow, well, I got to go back and look at it. I'll show you in a minute. Yeah. So, so it's that's a, that's yeah. a big deal, huh? Look, I'm a that's big. A, that's a super big deal. I'm a big special teams person, and 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 shoot, two years ago we saw how special teams really let the Cowboys down, and so Bones is supposed to get here. And last year was some things I didn't get, but okay, if you're gonna cut a guy who's perfect, okay, you heard his name. What was he here? 13, 14 years. You heard his name once, and that was the the snap skin, it, the snap yeah, in Washington where box, he barely yeah. moved the ball, where he really didn't move the ball. Right. That's all you ever heard. And I think Cowboy fans are probably spoiled and don't realize how special that really is. That was is. a special player. And, right. and he was about to set the record for most games. And anyway, just so that, that's something to pay attention to. When we, when we get out here and start seeing these preseason games, all right, you know, Bones, you got your guy. Is your guy going to get it done? Because the moment he, the We'll pay attention when there's an extra point missed and you end up losing 24-23. We're going to know something. Right. So I just want to see. Make sure your, your guy better be good. I mean, he better be good. Mm. Who's going to be the kicker? Third line. His guy. That's his guy. Bones, his guys are go, Bones brought his guys here, so there they go. So, all right, no excuses. No, no excuses. Better get it done. Who's going to be the backup quarterback? Um, will McClay will go acquire the talent. You think so? Yes. All right. We, we, who else did we hear that from, Nate? We've heard that from <laughs> Bill Jones. We've heard that from Christy Scales. We've heard that from Newey Scruggs. We've heard that from Clarence Hill. I'm asking every report I see, what do you think? This is the Nui factor. If, if the quarterback, yeah. if the backup is on this team, team if yes. we're watching them at camp, yes. Nui, you're in the camp that they're going to go get somebody. Who, who are they going to get? Who's out there? And so it's a great question. What do we know? Every year somebody, somebody is going to become available because they're going to be one team that decides that, you know what, maybe this younger player decided to come up here and do something that we weren't expecting, and so we'll do that. So I don't know. And talking to some Cowboys personnel this week, they feel they really feel like they have 65 guys who could make this team. And they're going to hate to have to cut some guys. So who knows? Maybe if there's a need out there that someone else has at a particular position, maybe the Cowboys could end up getting a trade. We'll see. We'll see. But we know right now Dak is not throwing. You have to have some concern because Unfortunately, Cooper Rush and Garrett Gilbert, in my opinion, haven't shown enough. Now, maybe they'll maybe they'll go from being all Oxnard bad to preseason gold. Maybe we've seen this happen before. So, so we'll we'll, we'll have they'll get their opportunity. But if they don't show something in these preseason games, I believe they're going to have no choice but to go out here and try and look to see who's available. And is Joe Looney still out there? No, he's with the Giants. Well, gee, oh, we need a backup Giants center too. We need a backup center too. Do any of do does Dak or Amari's or do any guys that are injured right now do they concern you as far as the timeline to be ready for the regular season? Tank Lawrence, I I just need to see it. You know, we keep, it's a back. Oh, it's a cleanup. It's this or that. Do backs get better, Nate? No, they don't. We 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 we've discussed that on the sideline. They this is D Law the year. 
And all by all indications, people that I've talked to, they say D Law is chomping at the bit. This is this has to be his year. This has to be his year. I mean, you've had two uh, subpar years. This this has to be his year. He doesn't seem happy that he's not out there practicing. He's yeah, been very grumpy. He, when okay, he's been out here. well, we'll get him ready for the third preseason game. And after that, we let's see what he do with Tom Brady. Let's just see how he knock him out. All right, Nui, before we get out of here, you're, you're, you're used to being a host, and I may be setting myself up from ma- massive failure with this. <laughs> but do you have any questions for, for Nate? Because I'm not going to put myself nah, in there. Nah, just, man. just I'll say Nate because I, I don't want that pressure when I don't have an answer. Yeah, yeah, no, I do, I do. If I have an answer, I'll jump in. But if I don't, just skip me and go back to Nate again. Because Nate's played with, with, with a Hall of Fame offensive lineman. In your opinion, has Tyron got enough – to get a gold jacket, Tyron Smith? That, that, is a, that is a hell of a question, man. That is a hell of a question because up until two, three years ago, I would say, yeah. I would, I would say, yeah. But, you know, but the way today's media is, they'll hold on to those seven, eight years where he was really, really excellent. You know, he's still, when he's legit, like, like I was telling uh, young bro Will, when they put on these pads, you won't hear from 94 no more. As soon as they put him back. But can he get one or two more great years in? I'm talking about 12 to 15 games. Can, if he can get that in, he'll boom. And we have success because, you know, with a lineman, it, you have to have success. Your team has to have success. Do people tend to forget about you and start placing other guys in front of you? He'll be a gold jacket, but I want him on the first ballot. Not the second, not the third. I want him to come back and have two great years where he can be a first ballot. You think he can do it without without winning a championship? He has two. Yeah, more he years? can. Yeah. He can. He's he's that good. But I don't. I, I want him the first time up. I want to be going to see him and just sitting out there smiling. This would be the first uh, deal I don't miss with Coach Johnson. That hurt me. I mean, I'm trying to figure out now. Can I drive there? No, I, like I can't make it. But anyway, he's got the all decade selection. So that's yeah. one thing you definitely need in the bag yes. when you don't have a championship is you need to have that all decade selection. So I do think he needs maybe two more Pro Bowls mm-hmm. to, to get him there. But, you know, he has the he's got the kind of resume yeah. to get in the room. And that's what you need. You need a resume to get in the room. And I do think he needs a couple more years. But since he's played with these guys, and he understands. I exactly. just want him to be on a winner. If he can end up on a winner one or two years, man, where he become that top three guy again. Mm. What about Zach? Great question. What about Zach? What's he's he on the right do? track. How many more years does he need to keep uh, doing, wait, what he's doing? Wait, wait, this is fifth year? And every year he's been all pro? I, I just look at Zach as just as long as he can, you know, obviously last year he wasn't healthy. If he stays healthy, he's going to, he's going to be there. But I just look at Tyron just from that you know, tackles or – Zach, once again, all-decade guy. He's building right. it as well. But Tyron's probably going to get to the end before Zach does. Right. And so that's why I asked that question yeah. there. And, you know, I look at guy Eric Williams. For, for, for fans who remember Eric, um, Eric was a guy who was building that resume until he got hurt. Uh, it's a shame that people don't remember how Eric Williams shut down Reggie White in playoff games. Shut him down. He was, a, he was a fantastic player, and I hate that he well, got he's hurt. He's a great player that's on Good Morning America and all of that. Uh, Michael Strahan. Used to beat, used to headbutt Strahan, man. It sounded like two Rams hitting up in the Montana mountains, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, Eric was special, man, and still is a special guy. I go up to his golf tournaments every year for he helped kids and stuff like that, man. Yeah. Man, 
when I look at him sometimes, he's like, what, what you staring at, big fella? What you staring at? I'm like, boy, I'm, I never say, I just say nothing. But I'm like, man, this dude missed the Hall of Fame by this much. Yeah, Eric was a great player. He, he really yes, was. He, he was, was a very, man. very great player. Anything, Nui, we might not have you back on the show before we go up to uh, – up to Canton to the Hall of Fame game. Anything for uh, the fans? What should they? You're going to be looking at defensive line, right? Yes. What 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 should the fans be looking for outside of that? Well, I know fan, fans kind of like the, the fantasy football positions. Uh, so, football. I, so I'll say this: keep watching Ceedee Lamb, who has really made a great progression in mm-hmm. year two. But Sean McCune, number eighty four, the tight end. Keep watching him. He seems to really have gotten the trust of these younger quarterbacks because Gilbert and Rush were already throwing to him on those second and third teams. Mm-hmm. But this is a young man that I really think if, if someone gets hurt again, he's going to be able to do what Schultz did, I believe, because I, he's a bigger guy. He can block. I just really like what he is doing for this football team. So for those folks that like to you know, watch practice and they, they, see, they like to watch the pass routes, look at 84 to go along with 88. Who's your starting tight end this year? It's Blake Jarwin. Okay. Even, without even, a doubt, even baby. With, even with, without even a doubt. with the camp that Schultz has been having, with the crazy catches and getting wide open across the middle, it's Blake, Jarwin's job. Blake Jarwin is the real deal. And go. I just think that Blake Jarwin has, has set that bar, and these other guys are trying to catch it. Blake Jarwin, he's a real deal, man. Okay. Just got to stay healthy. If he stay, stay healthy, healthy, stay away from those snake bites. I'm just telling you, baby. I'm, you know, it's been a pleasure having Nui on it's here. It's been great. Because – uh, Nui changes the pace. Uh, all I can say Nui is Nui talks fast, man. I can't yeah. keep up with what Nui's saying. I'm used to <laughs> I'm used to doing this show with Nate, and sometimes you're waiting five, six seconds for him to try to figure out how to say That's a name. My head got beat up. Nui's That's got Nui's got, got three up. sentences out in five seconds. You don't even get a name out in five seconds. I tell you right here, man. All he did was reiterate what Big Noon has been saying for two years. That's <laughs> why I'm sitting up here. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting up here. See, when I'm on the fence with Book. With, with, with Bucky and on the fence with Newey, we all sitting there talking. Mm-hmm. And we all come to one consensus is we see that we that see y'all are right. That no, no, y'all that we right. see through the same set of eyes. <laughs> we just see through the same set of eyes. Yeah. The only thing we don't agree on right now is uh, our number three is going to be our quarterback, Garrett Gilbert. I see why Nate invited you on the show now, because you like you like Nate's. Nate's like, watch this. Everything I've been saying for three years, knew he's gonna come on and back me up. So now I see exactly what you did today. Uh, yeah. I see what you, you did. You notice I heard a call. You said, "Hey, man, we got Newey." <laughs> well, Newey, thanks for coming on. Thanks, the, hey, you know, thanks for coming on the best thank show you, on DallasCowboys.com. We appreciate show, we appreciate yeah, you showing you up and, and contributing uh, to to this show and, and just making it. You know. One step above where we already were. I, I look forward to a, re- a return visit. Thank we, you. We will have you back anytime, you know. And y'all are quickly becoming the second best show on DallasCowboys.com, too. So keep doing what y'all are doing. Uh, I'm man. not trying so to rate myself. Just trying to be a team player. Just What's trying to be a team player. show again in your, in your participants? The, the Players Lounge with Danny McRae and Barry Church, two former Dallas Cowboys safety. The three Amigo Negroes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love Aye. it. All right, Big Nate, thanks. Yes, Nui, sir. thanks again, man. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air, I hope. William, thanks for getting the live Bro, stream Will. going. We will Chris be Bing. back tomorrow, Sunday, same time, same place. This has been Camping Out. Camping Out. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!